What is up? Coming to you live from the Cat House in Montebello, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday edition, the August 10th edition, episode 185, oh, 180, I'm sorry, 186. I looked at the wrong sheet. <laughs> I know, it literally says it in the description right here on the Facebook video if you're watching this on Facebook, but... Yeah, I am out of it. Parenthood. It kicks your ass bad. <laughs> so, this past week... Yeah, I am beat down, peoples. I am... <laughs> I, I, I feel like a, a, bro, a broken record. and Like, oh, people kept saying, you're losing sleep, you're going to lose sleep. <laughs> Lose sleep. It, it has been. It's not losing. It's it's been taken. It's taken. It's gone. I lost it. It's gone. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I uh, I'm going insane. But going insane is a good thing because if you checked out our video today that we put up on YouTube, it's up on our Facebook page. It's up on our Instagram page. We we, we took a game that was a. Worth uh, $240 or $215, depending on who you talk to. And we slashed that value. We cracked that sucker open. My boss said, do more unboxing videos. That'll, those will be fun for your channel. Here, take this game and crack it open. <laughs> uh, Jai Polidor here on Facebook. You think Parenthood is a game? Oh, I... Uh, I know you, you've you been fighting the good fight for 15 years now, Mr. J.T. Polidor. Uh, I've only been in it now officially seven months as of yesterday. Yesterday was Tiger's seven-month birthday. Our, our little young man, he got himself a nice little rocking horse, which we call Mr. Ed. And uh, he's, he's having a ball. I, I'd, I'd love to show... I, I'll, I'll send photos to the, the, the responsible parties so they can see the, the smiling face. Uh, of our little boy on his rocking chair. Or his, not rocking chair, rocking horse. See, my brain don't work. But again, we take advantage of my brain not working because my boss said, let's do a fun video. Take this game that's worth a lot of money and just crack it open. I think that that that, that, it, that was not mine. That That's probably going to be my boss's personal copy. He just wanted to... He, he loves chaos too. He thought it would be hilarious. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to open one here. Go ahead, open this one for me. Just do it on a video and scare the shit out of everyone. Like, oh, look, I'm killing the value of this game. Because uh, we, we, we got a bunch of those in. Uh, the, 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 those were Amazon exclusive Gravity Rush remastered. Uh, and, uh, my boss is like, hey, let's, let's, let's do some wacky, like, ne next week's uh, unboxing video. Because we're, we're trying to, I'm trying to make a schedule here. There's going to be a schedule. I feel like m Mondays might be the, uh, the uh, an unboxing video. Like, I'm going to find stuff around the warehouse and, and unbox it. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find an old Genesis game that, that, that won't cost me too much and be like, let's crack it open. Oh, <laughs> wait until they start talking, says Jai. You'll be tired of hearing your name being called every 38 seconds. Dad, 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 mom, 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 dad, 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 mom, 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 dad, 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 dad. Hi. I... I we are actually excited for the little guy talking. Then there's five minutes of non-stop talking. I'm sure, my little man. Now he saw me. Then he saw that glass of water. And then he got distracted. <laughs> my little man said, "He's already babbling. He's babbling. He's forming 
words. He's only seven months old. He's already babbling. He 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 has already taken my water cup and, and, and drank from it. He like he's like, gimme. He's trying to get wise beyond his years. But yeah, so we're we're trying to I'm trying to hammer out a schedule like Monday through Friday videos. So I, I, I'm doing them at at work because it's hard to get that type of stuff done here while raising a child. So I'm taking advantage of my lunch breaks and my and my regular breaks and whatever the free time my boss allows me. To, to I'm we're gonna create content at the warehouse. So I, I, that's what you saw today in that, that 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 fun video. That 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 one was inspired by the boss. The boss requested that particular video of of, of destruction, and I, I took great glee in uh, in in doing that video. That, you could hear the joy in my voice as I was doing that one. That one was a lot of fun. So hopefully we, we can keep delivering those. Like it's so like Monday would be an unboxing video. Tuesday we'll we'll put I we're gonna especially this is like the YouTube page, but I also want to try to post videos. Facebook and Instagram. I know fr Fridays feels like I've been trying to do my retro game minute on, on Fridays and now. And then Wednesdays has been uh, Dre versus. Right now, currently, I'm up against Streets of Rage Four, so I've been I've been posting that up. I've, I've been trying to post up a level a week. I try to keep those to like 10, 15 minutes. You know, during my lunchtime at work, I scarf down my food and I run to the conference room, set up my Switch, and crank out a quick little gaming video, and then. If I, if I can set up some other stuff, like uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm still trying to figure out. Right now, it's been like reposting of old videos on YouTube. I can't repost old videos here on Facebook because I'm taking those videos from Facebook and posting them to YouTube. So I got to figure out more content for the Instagram and the uh, and Facebook here. So you, you're, you're starting to see the product of that. I'm trying to market this better. I, I, got, I got to put it on Twitter as well. I, I, I I have to do more. If this if this thing is uh, I I I keep I've I've reached a plateau here with the show I need to overcome this and, and find a new peak to reach and that, that that's what we're doing now if the boss allows it I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a lot more fun stuff created at the warehouse at the mystical crazy warehouse fun stuff I'm, I'm gonna see if I can try to do some retro gaming too I, I have a bunch of old consoles and there's a bunch of old games sitting in, in boxes at the warehouse, I'm gonna see if I can play some of them and stream them. I, my, my, right, right now, my, my, my goal is Battletoads Double Dragon for Super Nintendo. I want to play that. I have my Super NES. I have an HDMI adapter for a Super NES. So we we have we we have the technology. It's just a matter of me setting it up at the warehouse and finding time. Today, I barely squeaked out that two-minute video at the, at the behest of my boss. But we're we're, we're creating more content here. But you know, the, the content creation, that, that's a very hard thing, especially right now for all these big corporations. Uh, for example, take the Disney <laughs> with the announcement. See, I know, Daniel Wong, you're watching. Uh, I know you're excited. They decided uh, they're going to put Mulan on Disney Plus for $30. So this, this presupposes that you pay the uh, $6 a month or $9 a month. Or Disney Plus, and then you can purchase Mulan because they have to make their money back. Like, as as a as a person who's worked in the corporate world, they, they have to re they they spend a lot of money on that Mulan remake, and they have to recoup their money somehow. Tiger, you, you, I, I'm sure you're a baby. You don't understand that yet. 
I, I hope that I can help you understand all these crazy things that the world does. And that's what the, the, the podcast is for. I try to help people understand. And like Daniel, when Daniel Wong was posting about this on Facebook, it totally makes sense for him to make that $30 purchase because he has a couple of young ladies in his house. He has a wife. If you take all four those four people and go to the movie theater... Uh, your average cost, uh, if you're not going to matinee, if you're not going on bargain night, you're talking 15 a ticket. Unless you go to a premium theater, then you're talking 20 a ticket. So out the gate, you're already talking 60 to $80 just to go to the theater. This does not take into account the purchasing of the popcorn or the soda or, or, the, or whatever candy. Because children want these things. Yeah, Rolando, you have four ladies in your house. Yeah, that this three. Some people are aghast at this. Like thirty dollars. This is preposterous. Yeah, see, oh yeah, see, all, all of you with families, and now that I am a, I am now a family man. I understand this as well. Would it, it was just me or me and my lady? Okay, thirty dollars to go to the theater. You know, eh, yeah, plus food. You know, I've always been a very bougie person where I'm like, oh, I eat before I go to the movie theater. Or we use my, my, my wife's purse to sneak food into the movie theater. But, you know, most people are not crazy like that. Most people are rational humans who will go to the theater. These are the people that the movie theaters and the, and the movie companies count on. Normal people who do not do these sort of things of smuggling food and, and trying to only go like, again, you know, me, good old Pete Molini, we used to only go watch the Marvel movies. On the Thursday night, over in the Whittier Theater, where they had the where it used to be four dollars and they became five dollars, and I think the last time we went it was six dollars. And I'm sure when the movies come back, I'm not sure if Value Night will still be around. We'll see, or, or maybe they'll be forced to do Value Night all week to get everyone back into the theaters, if we can ever go back to a movie theater and watch a movie in the middle of this pandemic. So I, I I'm one of the when I when I when I was a single man, I'll, yeah, five bucks to go to the theater. I, I'll go I'll go on a Thursday night. To go see it, I'm, I won't go with all the crazies on the on the weekend, I, especially I, when I when I was broke and couldn't afford a meal for the last few years. I was very much taking advantage of early morning matinees and bargain nights, uh, the the Edward Cinema Sunday nights, uh, six dollar six fifty movies or whatnot. But for your normal person, this is not a strange request, and also that you know. Going to the theaters, you get to see it the one time in the theater. Yes, you get the ambiance of the theater. Really, matinee isn't what it used to be. It's a dollar off or 50 cents off for kids. You know, I think I discovered that when I wanted to go see uh, Spectre. I was like, oh, let me get, let me, let me me see how much the cost is if I go at noon. And I was like, $14.50? <laughs> or like $14 instead of $15? Oh, what the hell? Because I, I remember it was right around the time I was becoming unemployed when, when Spectre came out. I wanted to go see my James Bond movie in the, in the theater. I'm being very annoyed. I'm like, what the hell? Matinee is when you... I remember Matinee used to be like, all right. The movie ticket was like eight bucks. You go Matinee, it was four. You go in the, in the morning. You go early. Barely. not doesn't really exist anymore. But yeah, I, I get it. It makes sense. This $30 price point for your, uh, for your movie file nerd going, ah, I'm paying $30 and I'm not even getting a physical disc. Yeah, but that's the weird thing for me. I mean, yes, on, on one hand, yes, they need to recoup their money. And this is ideal 
theoretically for your, your families. <laughs> yeah, student discount. <laughs> I remember working that PCC student discount for as long as I could in my Cal State LA student. Oh, student! Well, like Harvey Corman and Blaze Saddles. Student! <laughs> That's an old movie reference there for anyone who's over 40. And yeah, so not only that, because it's, it's insane. Why won't these people shut the hell up? <laughs> so positive. Yeah, a lot of people are, there's a lot of people complaining about it, but you know what? It, it, it sucks. It's like, we, you don't get to see it in the theater, but you have to pay that $30. You, uh, the, the nerd in me is like, wait, but I already pay X amount of monies for the Disney plus. They, they threw after onward, unfortunately was the big victim of the, of the movies movie closures at the beginning of the pandemic they just threw onward onto the disney plus like well we got what we could out of it throw it on the disney plus and i'm like cool we got to watch onward i got to cry many many tears as as, as a freshly minted dad and we all moved on but it seems like disney's like oh no no we we, we can't keep sacrificing we don't know when the movie theaters are coming back so this thirty dollars you know, when you go to theater, you only see it once, but this $30 is kind of a perma-rental. You can watch it as many times as you want. But what happens in... I don't know what the time frame would be. It's like six months from now. Would they just add it to Disney Plus for the people who pay $30? Or would they not ever add it to Disney Plus so that the people who paid the $30 would get the benefit or they get the full financial value because that would suck if you pay 30 bucks now but if you're willing to wait three months six months nine months if you're patient you're like oh well i can wait to see mulan i'll wait till they just add it to disney plus i i, I don't i don't know if that's a question that's been answered i know it's like oh it gets added to your account and you can watch it as much as you want but i, I don't know if they're keeping that in their hat or, or are they going to wait until they put out the physical disc because i at some they're going to have to put out a physical disc Maybe that's another thing I'm going to talk about here on today's episode, because uh, that you know I, I I got my hands on you know Rise of Skywalker during the pandemic. I'm like, all right, well, I I I always advocate get the physical disc when you can. You never know you you have control or not. It, I don't know. Will they wait till you know six months and release the disc and then all right, we're just going to add it to Disney Plus now. I don't know. They, they, you, the $30 was like, oh, you got to see it early. Because, believe it or not, this actually happens quite often, I feel, in the video game industry. You, you buy a game, day one, it's $60. And then over time, it's worth less and less. You can pick it up for $20. Or there's a game of the year version where you'd get that game, plus all the... Uh, downloadable content now that's a big thing and you get it for less than what you would have initially paid for the game of the year version comes out for $30 or $20 or or some price that's less than the entire package it is this what's happening is this being forced upon the movie industry where they do this type of thing where they're all right if you want to be an early if you want to see it now you can pay $30 and over time we will sell the physical disc and then maybe we'll just add it to Disney Plus for all the people who have Disney Plus. Because what if some people get mad? Yeah, Black Friday deal, $10. See, that, that, that's what I'd been doing for the last few years. I, I, I'd stopped buying movies the day they came out and I would just wait till Black Friday and buy like seven or eight movies that day 
for like 30 bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Instead of spending 18 to 20 dollars every other Tuesday, I just wait. I'm like, all right, I can, I can hold off. I didn't, I don't need the X or Y movie immediately. I'll just wait for Black Friday. Now it's just like, oh, I'll just wait for Netflix or wait for Disney Plus. Unless it's something I really need to have in my physical collection, like a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie, so to speak. Or something really that's something that really struck me. Like a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or a Knives Out. Those are movies I'd want to have in my collection where I'm not dependent on internet or buffering. Because, well, I still haven't bought Knives Out. It's in, it's in my Amazon shopping cart. And we, we showed it to my father-in-law and then we were streaming it from one of our phones onto the television and it, it had like little buffering issues here and there and that's rather annoying I'm like man this is why I always advocate for physical because the streaming I mean, streaming is convenient streaming is nice it's like oh cool you have this entire library of things available to you but it's completely dependent on your bandwidth or on your connection or connection between your devices and that can be a frustration Now, see, like, Jai, if it's something I have to have or something that won't go down in price, I'll get it right away. Like, that's you and every version of Jaws that comes out. Or me with every version of Resident Evil 4 that comes out. And there, there are certain, like, push buttons. That, that, that's what a lot of these movie companies and all these media companies, they, they depend on the people who have to have it immediately. Although, I, that demographic, that, that, that slice of the pie. What's up, buddy? Well, what's up, big man? Uh, oh, you need me to look at you while I'm talking to you? Uh, that, 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 that piece of the pie, the people who have to have it day one, I feel like that, that, that slice of pie is getting smaller and smaller. Let me give you an example I, I, where I notice this is happening with Disney. We're going to stay on topic with them. They're, they're starting to ditch physical media. For example, a lot of... Um, their, their catalog as far as a lot of trends because there's been this transition where we went from DVD to Blu-ray and then Blu-ray was like 3D Blu-ray and now there's been like 4K if you have a television that has supports this 4K nonsense I don't I have jumped on board this whole 4K thing because I'm not paying 8 grand for some television so I can see uh, somebody's pimples or chin hairs pop out of the screen and poke me in the eye that's not necessary for me. I remember when we made the big jump to HD, I'm like, oh, wow, cool. I can see all the grass on the field when I'm watching uh, baseball or, or American football. But uh, beyond that, right now, it looks really cool. It looks like I'm looking through a window. I feel like now it's, we've kind of reached that uncanny valley. We're like, all right, how much more high definition do you need? <laughs> I don't think you need to see every single thing on the screen. There's a certain genre of Movies that definitely do not need more detail. Porn. <laughs> High-definition pornography. I'm like, no, that needs the buttery glare. No, don't. Don't make it more high-definition. But I don't want to get sidetracked like I did a few weeks ago. Apparently, Disney is pulling the plug on the majority of 4K releases. A lot of people were depending on, oh, a lot of like older movies being re-released in in, in 4K, there, because there's a, a big demographic of that. I, I used to have to deal with a lot of the, the, the big-time uh, collectors when I was working for Disney, and I, and I worked in the, in, the, in the home media, home entertainment department. A lot of the, the, the big-time collectors, the big-time reviewers, I'd have to send them review copies, and they always wanted whatever the latest one was, because at that point, back 
in uh, 2013 when I was working there. <laughs> I don't know if I should even repeat what I just said. It's my show. HD is so high, you can see each individual sperm cell in the money shot. Yes, that's that's that that, that that's that's more HD than a normal person needs. See, apparently Tiger didn't like that line either. I know, I know, it was inappropriate. It was inappropriate. I know, I know. You did not like that inappropriateness. No, you didn't. No, you didn't, big man. All right, I'm gonna hold this guy for a little bit because I like to hold my son. But yeah, but it, it seems that that Disney is starting to do away. I think the only things for sure that'll be coming out in 4K would be all the James Cameron stuff they just got from Fox. Okay, here comes, here comes mommy taking Tiger stage, my stage right, your stage left, <laughs> oh, audience left, stage right. I I'm not good at this. I've only gotten into musical theater because of Hamilton. Sorry. Haha. <laughs> But yeah, Disney is starting to wind down because uh, if you go check their home entertainment releases, it's starting to whittle down. I think only like the major stuff is coming out on regular Blu-ray, but all this, all the specialty stuff, a lot of these, uh, I was reading a lot of how a lot of these collectors are whining like, wait, I wanted my, my 4K steelbook from Best Buy. What is happening? And, and, and as I was saying, this piece of the pie, these people who have to have these physical discs, I mean, I'm, I'm a person who loves physical media, but apparently the, 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 the number of people who are buying physical is dwindling. And so now movie houses are starting to be like, hey, we don't need to invest in that. There's no need to print out X amount of copies of uh, movies in, in this in 4K format. And then the, this foresees doom. Oh, what the hell? I'm going to have to upgrade to Disney Plus 4K so I can get 4K Disney content. Because... A lot of people are afraid this is where where movie studios want to go towards where it becomes dependent on streaming or digital purchases, where they make more money for doing less. All they have to do is put the file out there, you download it, they don't have to produce a physical disc, they don't have to produce a physical package, they don't have to ship it, because there's all these costs that go into the physical discs. And again... Like I always say, the control, then they have control over it. There's something, you know, 10 years from now, something becomes offensive, they can go in and take that out. Instead of you having to have, you, I have this copy of this VHS copy of Song of the South. Haha, ha, there's nothing you can do, Disney. Haha. Ha. I could try to put it up on YouTube and then I'll get copyright strike. But no, I still have this physical copy. That Because uh, a lot of this is about control. Everyone wants to control what people can see. And that's, at the end of the day, what they want. They can control it. So like, oh, new version. You have to rebuy it. Now that old version doesn't exist anymore. We've replaced it with a new version. Buy the new one now. Oh, you bought the old version and the license for your old version is expired now. Oh, you didn't buy the movie. You purchased an end user license and you didn't read your <laughs> your 15 pages of of legalese that says we could take this away from you at any point in time. And you said yes and people don't realize that's what they do when they say they hit they click x to continue on every movie video game contract app whatnot there's a whole lot of stuff in there that says we can do whatever we want and because you just want to watch this or play this you are agreeing to it and people go i didn't read that what 
<laughs> laser disc of who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. You want to, you obviously want your physical media, but at some point, is this physical media going to be taken away from us? That, that I, my boss at work, that's his big fear, is that at some point, 10, 15 years from the future, uh, and 10 years in the future, uh, all video games are just going to be digital. And you play it as long as you're allowed to. They like I saw Irv just jumped on, was it? I think it was a couple years ago. Uh, Capcom put out the little Puzzle Fighter app uh, on, on the phones. And I'm like, all right, cool. I have Puzzle Fighter on my phone. This is awesome. And literally, it didn't make enough money within the first six months and then gone. Not even like, oh, I have it downloaded on my phone. I can still play it. Oh, no. It's gone. Sorry, we shut it down. But wait, I downloaded it. Can't can, can I just keep it and just keep playing uh, against the computer? Nope. It's gone. You have to have an internet connection to approve you playing this game. And poof. Gonzo Bonzo. It's gone. Never to be seen again. If you want to play your Puzzle Fighter, you got to go get out your PlayStation 1 or your Game Boy Advance and play Super Puzzle Fighter 2. That's this is the future that all of these companies they want this future, they want to be able to take it away, make you buy it again, or make you buy a different version. Or if you're not making them enough money, no, sorry, you can't play this anymore. We're not happy. We're shutting down the servers. We're not. Yeah, they'll shut down the servers with the quickness, as Jai just said right now. Facebook. Uh, there, there was a game I was playing on PlayStation Four. It was on PC and on PS Four. Marvel. Uh, I was like Marvel Heroes Omega. It was, it was like Marvel Diablo. It was so much fun. It was a quote-unquote free-to-play game. And, oh yeah, it's free-to-play. But there, you could pour your money into it to, to advance further. I was playing it free-to-play because I'm cheap. Well, it's not that I was cheap. I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, worthless discs. Yeah, that's what my boss <laughs> calls a lot of the discs. Sometimes that we sell, like, we were just selling these, these worthless discs. Uh, some of these PS4 and Xbox One discs. They're literally just literal access key, and that's it. You have to download the rest of the game. Or even put the game on the disc. The disc just has a little bit of code on it that says, all right, allow this person to download the other 150 gigs that's needed for this game. Yeah, this is Marvel Heroes Omega. It was so much fun. It was like Diablo, but with Marvel. It's awesome. And then the, the studio who was making it, I guess... They lost the license. I guess they, 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 I'm sure the game wasn't generating enough money. People were pouring money into it. People lost their damn minds. I'm like, I put $300 into this game and it's just going to go away. Yep. And it just went away. It was gone. Tried to log in. Sorry. Server does not exist. Game is gone. Poof. That's the digital future that, we're, that we, we're, we are barreling towards. And that's why I say support your physical media. Buy physical discs. Make them think that it's still worthwhile or force them into doing it. Right now, I, I, I can tell you some a little behind the scenes. Right now, a, a certain company that makes Call of Duty, uh, they're far more comfortable collecting digital money than they are printing discs. But my, my boss has been going to them, hey, I'd like to order another 10,000 copies of... Uh, Call of Duty, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then right now Activision's like, nah, we're good. We've made enough money this year. It's like, I, I'd like to print these discs. No, we're okay. Unnecessary. Not available. Like, not available? 
Can, can we get more Crash Bandicoots? Nope. You can get order part four when it comes out, but you know, those other Bandicoot games? Nope. Yeah, live updates were all right here. Irv Dabatapa says live updates were the beginning of the end for physical media. Remember the days when whenever went, gold was the final version? It's, you're talking, yeah, that's like PS2, GameCube, and uh, original Xbox. Those were the days <laughs> when like the game had to be good and had to be ready when it went out to, to get everyone's forty nine ninety nine. Or if you like myself and Jai, like fifty four eleven. That's a uh, back when ta- whatever the, the local tax was here. In California, 8.25%, I believe. 54.11 to get your brand new game. Yeah, that was, that was back when games theoretically were smaller, but they could still code and quality assure. Uh, we, we, we had some friends who worked at Activision over in Santa Monica who would sit there doing QA, quality assurance, playing games all day, making sure they didn't break before they were released. Now, uh, QA is a thing of the past. QA is a the first wave of people who buy the game <laughs> or, or beta testing is now the quality assurance. And then the first wave of people who buy it or the second wave of quality assurance. It's like, Oh wait, this is broken. Like we'll fix it in a patch live update. We'll fix it later. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> uh, working as intended. Hold on. We'll fix that. Insane. Insane, insane, insane. Just all this stuff is just so, Disney doing Disney things. They want your money without having to give you anything. It's like, oh, it's the illusion. Hey, hey, buddy. You feeling better? Hey there, bouncy boy. My son is bouncing right now. He's a bouncing baby boy. Love you, big guy. And, and uh, this feels like a very Disney-heavy episode because that's what I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, Irv. That, that was I, that's what I was talking about before you jumped on. Yeah, digital distribution way cheaper. Yeah, Activision doesn't want to have to pay Technicolor to print out all those discs, even though we're footing some of the cost. Even though my boss is like, well, yeah, we'll we'll pay, we'll pay for the shipping, we'll pay for the printing. Activision's like, nah, we'd rather collect the forty nine ninety nine completely ourselves without having to deal with you and only collect, you know whatever percentage doing it the, the old way. They'd rather people download Call of Duty, download Crash Bandicoot, download whatever crap division games are coming out. That's what's happening right now. Take two, on the other hand, they don't care. They're like, what? We'll do it every way. <laughs> Digital Grand Theft Auto? Sure. Print Grand Theft Auto? We'll print them all. Please, buy everything. Take two is fun to deal with. Activision, not so much. <laughs> right there, we have a new cameraman. Tiger is uh, grabbing onto the to the camera. <laughs> Whoops! Whoopsie, mama. <laughs> Did you forget about Tiger's quick hands? He has the he has the paws of a cat. He has quick hands. This his tiger paws are real quick. It this young man will grab. Uh, grandma keeps holding food near him too close. And he will snatch it. He'll be like, he'll he'll want to eat it. He'll be like, what? What's that burger? Ah, like no, <laughs> don't do that, boy. So, w- one more Disney note that I saw in, in doing the research uh, before the show. Uh, if if you know me for a long time, as as many of you have been watching, I, I love the Tron movie film series. The, this anything that's involved Tron, I love that stuff. Uh, apparently, the, the the there was supposed to be a third Tron movie. But Disney got a really cold feet about science fiction movies after uh, 
I believe, oh, well, after Tomorrowland, epically failed, where, where they mismarketed that movie with George Clooney, which was very dark, which everyone, they, the trailers made it seem like a family movie, but it turned out to be an incredibly dark movie with Hugh Laurie and, and George Clooney. So, for, even though they're, through their own ineptitude, they, 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 uh, they're like, nope, science fiction doesn't make money anymore, even though other science fiction movies were still making money. So Disney pulled the plug on everything. There was supposed to be a third Tron movie after Legacy, and that got got shelved. Because I remember I saw it on the I saw it on the calendar at work when I was at Disney. I'm like, oh cool, there's that third Tron movie. And then, boop, at at some point while I was working, I'm like, no, yeah, that got shelved. That's not that's not coming out anymore. I'm like, oh come on, it was on the calendar. It was being pre- it was in pre production. But as as I as I learned in the movie business. Just because they say something could be made doesn't mean it's going to get made. But uh, I guess recently, I guess Jared Leto, uh, the, the actor slash music person, musician, he, he's, had a, uh, he's had a big boner for, uh, for Tron. So he's, he's been putting a lot of pressure on, on Disney. And apparently uh, a, a, a movie director whose name I do not know. I, I, I looked at it at the article. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Apparently he's an Oscar-nominated director of, of some renown. He has been aggressively pursuing Disney to want to direct this movie, and I guess Jared Leto's producing this third Tron movie. I don't know if it's going to have anything to do with the previous Tron Legacy or any of the other Tron stuff that's happened, the Tron Uprising show, which you can watch on Disney+, Plus, or the original Tron film. But I guess there, there seems to be some headway, I guess. It, it's been seven years since... The Disney declared science fiction movies dead, and I'm sure they're trying to figure out how to put more content on Disney Plus. Because I guess the all all their eggs are going to this Disney Plus basket. It seems in this in this current state of movie dumb. So yeah, today it was announced that oh they've attached this director, uh, some award nominated director, who I guess he directs serious films, but he wants to do the Tron, uh, the third Tron movie. Will Olivia Wilde come back? Will they replace Garrett Hedlund? Will the dude still be duding somehow as a, some sort of program in the game? In the game. Well, it was a game. It's based on a game. I don't know. As a Tron fan, I have I I, I have no I have no faith in this. I I am uncertain as to why Jared. I mean, uh, on one hand, sure, thank you, Jared Leto, for reviving this film from the the movie graveyard, but. I don't necessarily like you, especially after what you did with the Joker. I, I don't want to see what crazy ideas he has for, for Tron. I, I'd, I'd rather not. He gave us hipster Joker with, with tattoos all over his face. That I No, I, I didn't enjoy that. Maybe some other people did. Good for them. As far Bless you, Tiger. As far as uh, this old nerd's concerned, I'm like, ugh. Uh, great that we're getting more Tron, but... I don't like the source. Sorry, consider the source. I don't know. We'll see. Not not too thrilled about that personally, but we'll see if it actually get if it actually happens. All this stuff, there's all this talk. I I am glad that all the talk of Bill and Ted 3 led to the, the, the film being made. They they got it shot. It was being edited during the pandemic, and I'm sure we're gonna get it in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. Where it's going to end up, if we get to you know, VOD that movie when it comes out, I'll be more than happy to figure out how, whenever that time comes. If it's going to be video on demand, if it's going to be on, on Netflix or Amazon Prime, or 
wherever they're going to decide. I heard IMDb. Yeah, everything is getting more fractured. Uh, I was hearing some stuff. I was, a bunch of stuff's going to disappear. I think all the AMC content is going to disappear off of Netflix. So like all your Breaking Bads and your and, and your Mad Men and uh, whatever else is your AMC still does nowadays. Walking Dead, I presume. Uh, all that stuff's going to move to some IMDb streaming service. I get. I, I was hearing about that today, and I was like, "What is going on?" The the, the, the entire streaming world has been fractured. Where it used to just be Netflix. Hulu, Amazon. That was it. You could find something, whatever you wanted to watch was on one of those three services and you subscribe to all three and then, all right, you're covered. It's all, but now with CBS and Peacock, like, that, that, that reminds me, so like HBO Max. Uh, I, I thought it was very odd. It was announced a few weeks ago that all the Harry Potter movies were going to be removed from HBO Max. And I'm like, that's freaking weird. That's HBO Max, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers made all those Harry Potter movies. You would think they would stay on there. No, apparently, I guess maybe in a deal that was probably decided way before this HBO Max was done, they were gonna go off. All these Harry Potter movies were sent off to NBC. They're all gonna are on Peacock right now. I'm not sure they're in the free version of Peacock because there's. There's free Peacock, and then there's you have to pay for the Peacock. And that just sounds really weird. It sounds like some weird thing you'd look up on, on, on Urban Dictionary. How much do you have to pay for Peacock? <laughs> here, oh, there's, there's a couple of great uh, comments here. Hang on. Let me rewind this. Uh, uh, Irv said right here, soon you'll be able to buy streaming services for each channel. And then, oh. And then Daniel, I can't wait until some company comes around and bundles them all together again. <laughs> and Irv, oh, deregulate cable, they said. It would save money, everyone. Yeah, they said. I, I remember, right? Yeah, yeah. All, all the Harry Potter movies uh, either are still on HBO, they're, they're, they're leaving HBO Max soon, or they're gone from HBO Max. And they're going to be on Peacock. They might be on the free version of Peacock where you'll be watching Harry Potter movies with ads. Yay? Yeah, I, I signed up for the free Peacock account. I have it on my phone. I, I was watching some old 30 Rocks on it because that's where 30 Rock is now. And, uh, and then and I guess The Office will be there at some point in the next year uh, when, 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 Nef, when, office, when The Office goes away from, from, uh, from Netflix and winds up on this Peacock network. I, I see, I, I, I get it. I, the Peacock, NBC, it's a little Peacock, but really they couldn't have come up with a better name for their streaming service than Peacock. Really? I mean, just, well. Oh, your kids haven't seen all the Harry Potter movies? Uh, I, yeah, I know. I See? I own all eight of them on Blu-ray. <laughs> Currently, my boss has the, I lent them to my boss so he can show. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Exactly, Dan. Well, Peacock. Uh, I, um, I lent I lent all my Harry Potter movies to my boss so he could show them to his kids, so they can be corrupted and, and, and learn witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, it 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 is all. I, I sometimes I feel like a broken record talking about this, but it, it, it's constantly changing. It, it's constantly changing. I need to steal someone's CBS All Access account so I can watch Picard. We, we have to like get everyone together each each you know, we have to create a little coalition of all right each of us are right, who's paying for what service all right let's post our, our logins on one 
a one uh, Google file and everybody shares them. Make sure you let other people know, especially because I know when, when I when I share my WWE network with some people, I'd go, hey, hey, we can't watch it at the same time. Because it'll kick one of us off. Uh, I still share my WWE network with, with old executive producer Sam Zia. I have to send him a text. Hey, are you watching so, are you watching WrestleMania? All right, good. I'm going to watch WrestleMania right now. You can watch it in an hour. <laughs> I'm putting on the... I have to go text my old roommate. Hey, Trent, are you watching NXT right now? Okay, good. I'm going to watch some NXT right now. You, you'll be good to log in in the next... <laughs> in about 45 minutes. <laughs> There's a coordination in this. When when some of the services that you share... It's like I, I keep wanting to share New Japan with Irv, but... Yeah, that, 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 it, it, New Japan immediately kicks you from everything else if you try to watch it on a different device. It's an immediate kick and auto log out of everything. <laughs> Except you'll probably get banned for too many connections. Oh, yeah. Well, haven't been banned yet. I, I think, I think, uh, WWE is more than happy to keep taking uh, my, my 999, <laughs> which I literally only keep it so I can watch old stuff. I, I, Give me my old, my old documentaries with Roddy Roddy Piper and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> the current product, well, I, I watched a, a, a smidgen of that Extreme Rules. I, I was happy to watch that horror movie. And then anytime I can just go back and watch the Firefly Funhouse of John Cena getting owned by Bray Wyatt, that, that's still worth nine ninety nine to me, I guess. <laughs> this streaming thing, I, I've been I've been harping about it for years, and it keeps getting worse. Keeps getting worse. It, 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 it's not a prophecy. The, the writing was on the wall. It, it was very obvious. I, 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 I was talking to Pete earlier via text, and I was like, I keep hearing because there's a big shakeup going on in Warner Brothers right now. There's a lot of people being fired as AT and T is looking across their their grand empire of Warner Brothers and HBO and what else, and they're like they're they're, they're culling the herd. And I, I'm wondering because there's that. Separate streaming service, DC Universe, but a lot of that stuff is showing up on HBO Max. It's kind of becoming redundant. Is the DC Universe app going to get folded into HBO Max, or are they just going to annihilate it? And then all the people who do stuff for specifically for the DC Universe app, is that just going to go away? Or are they going to try to maintain both, but like move the content, like shuffle it back and forth? Oh, we're, we're moving some comic movies to HBO Max, but oh, we'll give you back these comic movies. We'll, we'll take the Batman movies, but we'll get you Superman. But they can't. They can't be in both places at the same time. They're gonna shuffle it around, like 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 an abacus. All right, nope. We'll take four, but you you'll have these other four. Here, here here's the Zack Snyder Justice League. We have the Zack Snyder Justice League movie over here, but you guys will get it later. I don't know. You, these people paid seventy five dollars for a year of DC Universe. Go go read some digital comics that were taken away. I I, I don't know. All all these services. I, I, I kept wanting to sign up with them. I mean, me and Pete were supposed to trade logins. I was supposed to give him my, my, my Amazon Prime login so he could watch all of Doctor Who anytime he wants and I could watch all of Young Justice, but we never made that trade. <laughs> Madness, I say. Madness. You know what's not crazy? Make sure to check us out on all of our social medias. Make sure, at Dre GP Podcasts. That works on Facebook. That works on Instagram. That works on Twitter. I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter. Please check us out. DC Universe will <laughs> DC Universe will be there till the end of the year, so they don't have to refund the money to the customers. That's probably the smartest move. <laughs> they're probably just they're not taking any new subscriptions now. Like, all right, we're gonna just let this thing ride out. Hey, you want to sign up for DC Universe? Uh, go, go sign up for HBO Max instead. 
or we'll put you on a monthly plan. Make sure to check us out. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter. I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm good at tweeting now. It's fun. I'm subtweeting. I'm doing fun things on Twitter. Be sure to check it out at Dre GP Podcast. Instagram. I'm improving again on Instagram. I'm trying to post more stuff. You see, uh, the, the video I made today. It's on all of our. Like, I still got to put on Twitter. It's on our Instagram. It's on our Facebook. It's on our YouTube page. Our YouTube. I'm putting a lot more work into YouTube because a lot that, that's a lot more accessible for people than, than Facebook. So I'm trying to make sure all of our videos. You know, uh, apparently only old people use Facebook. So I'm trying to make sure our YouTube content is updated with more stuff. There'll be another, uh, so like, so this week, this Wednesday, there'll be another episode of Dre versus uh, Streets of Rage 4. You get to see me uh, complete, ho- hopefully, because <laughs> it's live. It, well, it's, it's essentially live. I, I, I record it right on the spot. There's no edit. I, I, just like all my other shows, it's all improv and done on the spot. That that video I posted today, that was one take. I did that. Like, I only had one take. I had one copy of the game. There was no going back and doing that one over. All these videos, like last week's, uh, uh, retro game minute. These are all one take. I just do them in one take and hope for the best. Uh, I hope that my my meager improv skills are enough to carry me through. I'm sure sometimes you can notice some of the rough edges, but you know what? Hey, these are all one takes. Boom, one take, get it done. Because that's about how much time I have at work to do this. <laughs> so yeah, Wednesday, Dre versus Street Fighter. Uh, Street Street Fighter. Streets of Rage Four. Uh, Friday. We'll have another retro game minute of something from my collection uh, we'll, that I'll talk about lovingly for th- for for roughly two to three minutes, and then uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, or oh, we're on our YouTube page where I'll be posting up classic episodes. We're starting to post all the um, uh, we call it. We're, we're posting a lot of the older uh, episodes of this podcast and. We're starting to archive all the multiverse comic shows. If you want to go back and see us awkwardly talk about comic books, those are going to be available on our YouTube page. There's going to be a nice playlist. And the, the, the early episodes, even before it had the name Multiverse Comic Show, we're gonna, I'm going to archive all those up on our YouTube page. All those will be nice available. That way, when Facebook explodes on November 6th, um, we'll still have YouTube. <laughs> and I'll be forced to go on YouTube live. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. If, if uh, Remember, I, I still record this for all the random people around the world who listen to this for five or ten seconds uh, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are available on all of those, even iHeartRadio. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys. If you're, We'll see you live next week, but we'll be here with more videos Tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday through Friday, videos here and on our YouTube page and on our Instagram and hopefully on our Twitter. I remember to post them to our Twitter as well. See you next time. Have a good night. And thank you for listening. Have a good night.